Have you ever had Dole Whip? Not in a long time. But do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, that, I, like, know, I know it's a pineapple thing. It's kind of like soft servey, but like... So Dole Whip is this creamy pineapple soft serve ice cream, kind of. And I remember having it at the Enchanted Tiki Room at Disneyland growing up. Oh, okay. Out. Okay. Yeah. That, now that sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, and it's like taken off. It has like cult status and people are obsessed with Dole Whip, but I made a tart inspired by it. My Dole Whip inspired tart is filled with a creamy pineapple curd. So kind of like lemon curd, but that floral pineapple scent. And then it's brightened with lime and filled inside of a crisp, buttery vanilla bean and rosemary shortbread crust. You know what? It's almost like a lemon meringue went on a tropical vacation to like a place where they have those like fruity tropical drinks. <laughs> it went on a tropical vacation. That's awesome. <laughs> That's the best description ever of, a, of anything that you've baked. <laughs> but it's also topped with these little crunchy meringue kisses. So when you bite Ooh. down on it, it's got this like the crunchy meringue and that soft, silky curd and that beautiful buttery crust. But can I tell you something about this tart? Um, it actually came out of failure um, on Baker's Dozen. Hey, I'm Christina, and this is Fruit and Flower, the show about cannabis, camaraderie, and delicious desserts. This episode is all about my pineapple meringue tart and the art of failing and not being afraid to fail because we learn from our mistakes and failing forward is how we continue moving on. Baker's Dozen is a baking competition show on Hulu, and it's very similar to Great British Bake Off, except instead of one season where you're following just thir- like, you know, however many bakers, each episode has 13 bakers. So I'm only on one episode. The prompt was we're supposed to make a geometric tart. And there is this really cool Instagrammer. Her name's like Loco Pie, I think, L O. K-O. And she does geometric pies and tarts and they're beautiful. They're so stunning. And so the prompt was come up with our own design. And, but first I needed like, okay, like what is this pie and this flavor that I'm going to make? The judges were Tamara Maori from Sister Sister, if you remember watching that growing oh, up. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Bill Yossis, who was the White House pastry chef for President Obama. And so the flavors really needed to pop. And what I came up with was this pink pineapple like whip pie. And it was with pink pineapples and it would have like that curd layer and then do like a creamy layer. So then when you're eating it, it's almost like you're eating a tart version of Dole Whip. I think it's a shame they didn't choose you for the next round. If the challenge was to make this for that show, I think I totally would have won. But I didn't even get to that part because I failed. Like I lost and it really sucked. But the whole point was that even though I didn't get to make this tart for the judges, this idea turned into something else, which turned into this beautiful tart today. And that helped me win the Elevated 8 competition on Instagram, which was like this cannabis chef cook-off. There's like a bracket style where we cooked off against uh, other chefs and then people voted and then like bracket all the way down. And this pineapple meringue tart was the final like winning dessert and it won. So my failure in Baker's Dozen led to this led to me winning this Instagram bake-off competition, which then helped me find my tribe of culinary cannabis-loving chef friends and how I got into doing what I'm doing today. Yeah, I'm going to call that failing forward. 
failing forward means you are learning from your mistakes. You're moving forward. You're continuing on and you're not letting that failure or that loss hold you back. Can I call this the phoenix tart? <laughs> like you rise out of the ashes like a phoenix. Essentially, that's what you're describing is taking lemons, right? And then making a tart out of it. <laughs> making a pineapple meringue tart. Right. Out of, you know, something that would have, it, it probably stung at the time. But you took that and then you internalized it and then you, you know, fruit flowered magic on it and then came out with something that's one of your greatest pieces, I think. Hell yeah. Thank you. And that that piece has opened so many doors and created so many opportunities for me because it was just this piece on Instagram, but everyone fell in love with it and they started reaching out and I started meeting more people in the cannabis industry who love what I do, who saw what I was doing and invited me into their spaces, you know, thanks to Tess Melody, the founder of Dose of Saucy Barbecue Sauce and Condiments. She invited me to her parties and her events and her to create content, to make desserts. And because of her, I got to make desserts for Queen Herbie and Tommy Chong and meet all these other rad people and women in food. There were three different rounds. So in the oh. first round, it was all 13 bakers, and yeah. we had to decorate a cake as fast as we could. And I thought for sure there was no way I was going to finish. Like, I practiced at home, and I how, thought- How is that chill? <laughs> I mean, but like, you know that that's what you're going into. Oh, I guess so, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, come on. It's a baking competition It's a competition. Yeah. It could have been a whole lot worse. There's, there's was... always a race element. you got to <laughs> race towards the, the timer. <laughs> yeah, and shows. then, I mean, it was also freezing cold outside, which makes it very difficult to frost buttercream when it's like 50 degrees and, and the butter is cold and your hands are freezing. It was outside. Yeah. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> wow. It was like early morning, freezing cold. Anyways, and then in the second round, I had to make 13 of the same thing. So I decided to make my black sesame rainbow crinkle cookies and the criticism I got from Bill Yassis, one of the judges, was that like you had all of this time and all these people made all these other things that were so much more beautiful than yours and you just made cookies. To me, I went into this show knowing that I wanted to make these cookies because there's such a special message behind them. Yeah. And go having an opportunity to make them for a TV show, to share it with an audience, I felt that to me that was more important than going in and creating this crazy intricate thing that I would win. If I could win that round with my cookies, then amazing. But having the opportunity to share the story was even better. But we should do an episode on this. Those cookies were fucking magic. The filling for the pineapple meringue tart is very similar to the Seville orange marmalade pie that I made. I decided to do a rosemary vanilla shortbread crust. So you basically mix in some of the chop. I do chopped rosemary. I like pulled some fresh rosemary from my garden, chopped it up really fine, and then also added in some vanilla bean. And so it's so beautiful. You see the little flecks of the rosemary with vanilla beans. And that flavor profile pairs so well with that pineapple because pineapple is really flowery and sweet. So I was looking for something that was a little bit more savory to help balance out those flavors. And the secret, do you want to hear the secret to my flavor pairing genius? What's the secret? It's a book called The Flavor Bible. And a friend gave I've it never, to me. I've never even heard of this book. It's Where really good. So it's like this huge tome. And my friend gave it to me ages ago. And I never really looked into it. It just kind of sat there collecting dust. And one day I opened it because I was like, all right, I want to do something with pineapples. Like, What else? How do I make this more complex? It basically tells me what are all of the different flavors 
and foods and herbs that also pair well with that. And so as I'm right, pineapple and ginger go really well. And as I was flipping through, it said rosemary. And I was like, oh, shit, I never thought about that before. Terpenes in cannabis are uh, the aromas and flavors of the plant. And the same aromas and flavors are found in herbs in our food every day. So in pineapples, right, you've got that really bright, fruity, floral, I'd call it maybe like terpinaline is one of the terpenes that would pop up. Mm. And then with rosemary, that is derived with pinene. So pinene is something that piney smell that you get from um, like pine trees. So if we're putting that together and we're choosing a strain pairing, like things that would help augment that and put that together would work really, really well and really beautifully with this tart. So that rosemary vanilla shortbread crust beautifully accents that pineapple curd and all of the fresh fruit. And then also it needed a little like tang, right? It needed something to brighten it up. Like when I made it, it was like mm. too sweet. You had to adjust the sugar levels. And if I cooked in lime zest in the beginning, it wouldn't look as pretty. So I added in the lime zest at the very end of the curd as it was cooling. So it's a much brighter scent and it kind of brightens the entire flavor palette. I would feel like something that's sativa dominant. You want something happy and uplifting, right? If you're sitting on a beach sipping a tropical fruit drink, like you feel happy. And so when I infused it, I made it with this Hawaiian cookie strain. And I love that it is a sativa dominant strain. Um, It's a head high that gives you like these happy, uplifting effects. It's also high in that terpene terpinaline, um, which is also found in apples and lilacs and nutmeg. It's got this like fruity herbal floral scent. And what I loved when I used paired that cannabis strain with this dessert, it's, you know, to me, desserts are overly sugary. Sometimes they're too sweet. And what I love about making cannabis infused desserts is that funkiness of that plant, that weedy smell, that weedy flavor that often you hear people saying, you know, how do I cover that up? I want to mask it. I don't want to mask it. I want to celebrate it. I want to pair it. So by choosing a strain that has a terpene profile that matches with the aroma of my dessert and at just a very low dose amount, together it just makes the entire dessert sing. I've made the dessert not infused with no cannabis whatsoever, and I've made it infused. And honestly, I think that the infused version tastes better. Like this entire recipe is designed for that flavor to pair with it. Other strains that would pair really well with this, um, things like pineapple OG, even a Maui Waui would go really well. So look for strains that have that like tropical fruity scent. When I was making this pineapple tart and photographing it and submitting it for that Elevated 8 competition, something that was going through my mind a lot was imposter syndrome. Like that voice in the back of my head that just kept telling me like, who are you? Like you you just like these other people are professionals. They've been doing this for a long time. They're actually real chefs. They work in a kitchen. They've cooked with cannabis. You don't know. Like, why am I here? And it's just that voice just kept telling me that I didn't deserve to be there and that I shouldn't do it. Part of me just told the voice to shut the fuck up and just kept going. And I want to talk about imposter syndrome because I think it's really important. So many times we hear that voice in the back of our head telling us not to do something, not to go for it, not to take risks, not to take mistakes. And making mistakes and failing is a part of life. That's how we learn. 
That's how we grow. That's how we move forward. And as a culture in a society, we tend to look down on failing and losing, right? We say, oh, those are losers. You're a failure. And we add shame to that. And, you know, why do we hate failure so much? You know, I sometimes feel ashamed and reluctant to talk about it, but I also know that failures are how we learn and grow. And for me, hearing about other people learning from their failures inspires me to fail forward myself. And so I'm trying to make a conscious effort to embrace my failures as much as I celebrate my wins, because even though you know everything looks beautiful and perfect on Instagram, that's not really the reality of it all. There's so much more behind the scenes. And also becoming a good baker is all about failing, right? I didn't become a good baker overnight. I was actually pretty terrible at it for a long time. I mean, you should see one of the cakes I made, like not even five years ago. It was hideous. It was horrible. But I made a mistake. I learned from that. So now I know how to make really good buttercream frosting. Now I know what mistake I made and why my ganache failed and seized so that I can make a better chocolate ganache. I failed so many whipped meringues. I can't even tell you. It weeps, it falls apart, it breaks, it splits. But now I know how to make perfect meringues. A year ago, fruit and flour didn't exist. This newsletter, this podcast, all of it was born out of the ashes of an epic breakup, a failure on my part. And it was just a twinkle of an idea without a name. And yet here we are. So you see, losing isn't failing. Failing isn't losing. It's just the next stepping stone. And the next step is entirely up to you. You can choose to step back into comfort and familiarity Or will you take one giant leap forward into the unknown? The Fruit and Flower newsletter and podcast explores the intersection of where culinary meets cannabis in intriguing and unexpected ways. In each episode, I'll share one of my cannabis-infused recipes, how to infuse it, and the unfurled part of Fruit and Flower Unfurled that I hope will leave you feeling inspired to prompt the most optimized version of ourselves to unfurl and flower. Follow at Fruit and Flower on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe to my email list on Substack to get recipes delivered to your inbox. Paid subscribers get access to my entire archive of recipes and guides, plus dessert drop alerts. If you liked this episode, give it a like and puff puff, pass it along to a friend. I'm Christina. This is producer Brain. Hey. Have a beautiful and flowerful day. <laughs>